thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting radiolemon.com. Checkered flag ends the race, but not the race talk. Have your say. Ask the experts. Make your point. Post-race tech. The end of the race is only the beginning. So another season comes to an end. The 25th running uh, of the Motil Petit Le Mans at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, and we're into Michelin post-race tech. Hashtag Michelin PRT. Uh, Andrew, Jeremy, alongside me, Nick and Shea, uh, down uh, near the scrum by the by the podium at Pitt in there. So we're all going to have a part to play here, as uh, are you uh, already you are looking forward to next year, but let's have your submissions, please. Hashtag Michelin PRT, if you don't mind, to at IMSA at Radio. Oh, first of all, Andrew Marriott, what a race. What a way to finish the DPI era, and what a race to finish the season. This track, this race, keeps producing excitement, some controversy, but pure entertainment. I'm going to say this, John. This is not the best sports car race I've seen. This is one of the best motor races I've ever seen. It was fantastic. It had everything. It had everything. And the track, this fabulous track, certainly helps. It's a different atmosphere, isn't it, from even Sebring or Daytona or Watkins Glen, the four big races in this series. This track brings it all together. It was tight for the drivers. Oh, I mean, all. have you ever seen so many overtakes? Have you ever seen... All the classes, they were battling to the end. It was terrific stuff. And you've got inter-team rivalries, you've got controversy, maybe Chip Ganassi's team for next year not set in um, store well, anymore. You said, you said Chip wasn't down there. He was off cancelling the checks, I think, for the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but, Chip, I mean, you know, that happens in motor racing. not the first time we've seen teammates tangle like that. It was just so intense the whole way through, wasn't it? And the intensity at the end caused that. Jeremy, at the end of the DPI era, we've been talking about it. Surely, surely we're looking back on something quite extraordinary. Exciting times ahead, says Ian McCarthy. But uh, surely these cars are going to be missed. And that racing's going to be missed. They can take a little bit of a hit, a bit of side-by-side, a bit of elbows out. Those 59 races, I can't remember very many of them where we haven't been sitting in Michelin post-race tech going, wow, that was really good. Yeah, I know, it's been fantastic. Tremendous era for sports car racing, no question about that. And, yeah, I, I, I do have concerns about uh, the, the new era GTP. I mean, not in the long term, but short term, those, those cars are awfully complicated. Mm. And uh, th- there's a, so much electronics on there. That, that does concern me somewhat. No, no but, but still, we're, we're concentrating on the present right now. That was a great race. And you'd say that take a, a bit of a 
you know, a bit of beating and banging. That was a heck of a lot of beating and banging <laughs> oh, going yeah. out there today. Yeah. Uh, but it was great entertainment. And uh, and the right guy won in the end. In the end, I think uh, you know they, they they called the strategy right. That final pit stop, they put it. They they knew how much fuel they wanted to put aboard that number 60 car. That got them out ahead of the number 10 car. Track position here is crucial. They started off with track position. They lost it, but they got it back when it mattered. Dave Alcock uh, saying that given LMP2 is going to be slowed down even more in WEC to keep the speed difference between uh, Hypercar and LMP2, will the LMP2 class in IMSA have to be slowed down to keep the relative cap to GTP? The answer to that, Jeremy, we're hearing is probably not because the GTP cars in early development have showed a bit more speed than they were expecting from the... Uh, from the simulations and that's really good news because the LMP2 battle here was also fantastic and has been getting better all season. I mean that was a that was a great battle. I mean it came down right down to the last few laps. Uh, yeah, Louis Delatras held off uh, one problem at all. He got a bit tight there with three or four laps to go, but he edged away a little bit towards the, you know, right before that final caution period. But it was it was a great battle between uh, those three cars: the Tama Sport car, the Dragon Speed USA entry, and the Piawa Batherson car. I think he was just a bit better in the traffic. And those yeah. closing laps of Montoya. Well, he, he, he lost a bunch in traffic yeah, initially, he, but he just had a bit more speed than, than JPM, I think. Sheer Adam is listening in with uh, Nick Damon down there in the uh, in the area just behind or alongside the uh, winners. Uh, podium. Shim is probably the, the best person to ask this. Is this the first time Acura has won in DPI and GTD in the same race? I think it is, Shim. Because um, I can't think of another GTD team that would have won. No, 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 no. The six hours that took place here, oh. it was Penske with mm. uh, Elio and Ricky. Yes. And it was Shinya Mishimi, uh, Mario Farnbacher, and Matt McMurray. Very good. Yeah. I knew you were the right I, person. I, I, can I just say, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that. the answer wasn't Scott Dixon. Well, no, indeed. <laughs> that came from Sebring 12 fan uh, as well. Uh, and uh, guys, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about uh, what was uh, going on there and the, the DPI situation as well uh, with you, Shea. What, uh, what are you going to remember from the DPI era? Oh, everything, honestly. I mean, and I'm not just saying that because I have a really good memory for racing stuff. Um, all of the cars were so different. And you think back to the first test where we had everybody come out at Daytona and it was the first time that we got to see them. I remember them being rolled off the truck in all the cool liveries, seeing that for the first time. The, the fascination of the Nissan running and then the Nissan going to the privateer when Core bought it and then Core finding success with it and the Oricas that ran and the Mazdas. There were so many different varieties that we got over the years. It just was such a great platform. It's really a shame that it's going to historics now. Yeah, yes, uh, true. Uh, true enough, Anthony Foloya says to all the PR reps, photographers, reporters, video crew, etc. Thanks for the coverage of, of IMSA. It's a big team effort from everybody uh, as uh, we say that. Uh, Nick Damon uh, has been with us again. This is your favourite race, Nick. Um, I shouldn't really have to ask you why because it's quite obvious that it, it's brilliant. But it's, it's all about the atmosphere here as well. And a lot of fans here uh, this weekend, despite the potential of, of weather problems. And, and again, it just keeps turning up trumps on, on every level. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic race. I don't know, 10 hours appears to be a really good time distance as well. Just running slightly into the dark. You get like mm. seven or eight hours in the light, three hours in the dark. Uh, put it somewhere really pleasant like uh, Georgia in the... Uh, the early, in early uh, in late September, um, you know the weather's lovely, the air's lovely. Air's very important to me. I always used to like enjoy the Austrian Grand Prix because the air was lovely there as well. Um, it's a great place to be. The fans are incredibly knowledgeable and having a fantastic time. Um, the racing's great, and uh, yeah, well, until, and, uh, you know, even better than that, there's now an absolutely fantastic press room in the Michelin um, press box. Yeah, in the Michelin Tower, yeah. Benny Carrillo says, question for you: Could Reese have pitted under emergency services to swap out the driver? Would that have, they would have lost track position but wouldn't have run afoul of the penalty. So they didn't need to piss under emergency service. They were 11 minutes over with Surrey. So 11 minutes back from the end of the race, we were still green. So they could have done, they could have just pitted Jeremy and took Sarah out of the car, but they would have lost the chance uh, to win. Uh, it's an interesting one. Um, either they hadn't realised that or they get the same information uh, from... Alcamel as, as everybody else um, or they weren't aware of that four hours in six rule but that's I mean that's the same at Le Mans and everywhere else no, Rick Mayer would have been aware of the rule but uh, you know, somebody wasn't paying close enough attention is really what it boils down to you know, there's, there's so many things to think about during uh, as a race unfolds and uh, when you've got three drivers uh, for, for a 10-hour race yeah, you wonder why or how you managed to get four hours out of six from one driver. That's kind of weird. Because the missed, the missed a stint, I reckon. They doubled yeah, and then sure, brought somebody yeah, in and doubled yeah, I mean, again. They know the rules. I mean, yep. yeah, Rick, Rick's been around sport for a long, long time, so he knows that rule. Andrew? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, it's just a mistake. I can't believe that Rick would, Mayo no. would make, make no. a mistake like that. Um, just uh, unbelievable, really, yeah, uh, and so disappointing. Yeah, but I tell you what, I, for my money, Vassar Sullivan earned that win. I mean, they led most yeah, of the race. Yeah. It was just at the end there when he got really, you know, when the full course caution bunched everything up for that final time, because before that, that car was in control. And then, yeah, there was all that beating and banging and hooting and hoaring. And, um, you yeah, the, 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 uh, the the Ferrari, which is just about every car in this race, most likely, um, yeah, came yeah. away with uh, the win on the road, but uh, you know, wasn't good enough. David De Regon hadn't been in the car for ages. When uh, Regon got out the car, Sura did 12 laps, 35 laps, 38 laps. Then Collado did a double, which was near enough 50 laps, and then Sura get, got back in and went to the end, which was right. 62 laps. So how many laps did David uh, do in total? Uh, on the, in the whole race, I'm not sure because no, I don't have many, all. I think David only did probably four stints. Oh, he did as many as that, did he? Yeah, possibly only three. No, he three. can't have done that many because it's single stint. stint. Yeah, single stint. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Possibly only three. But I've only got two on, on what I've got, but I, have, I can't go all the way back to the start of the race because the date is not there. So it was, it was that switch back without putting Regon in uh, to, towards the end of the race uh, where Daniel did what effectively was two and a half, nearly three stints. And then Collado did a double and then uh, Sarah jumped in at the end. And it took them 11 minutes and 38 seconds. So it, it, it wasn't even close. No. It's, it's not like, oh, my goodness, we're going on to one extra lap and we're going to go two minutes over. Yeah, 30 seconds or 50 seconds. Yeah, we've seen, uh, we've, we've seen, seen happen. Of those, yeah, yeah we've, seen, we've seen that happen. Um, let's uh, go back down to our pit lane uh, reporters here uh, with uh, Shea and, uh, and Nick. 
Uh, Sheik, great win for Roman De Angelis in the uh, in the championship for the uh, GTD. Uh, you got a quick word with them when the uh, the chequered flag has fallen. Uh, that's a, a great win for him and for Aston Martin as well, who haven't always had success in the in the GT category. So well deserved for that group. Um, you think about this, the family as they are, and and they've referred to it all year long. It's not just one car or you know two cars over two different classes it really is one team and the testament of roman's championship comes down to the six well seven drivers that have been a part of that team all year the the main four for sure but nothing should be taken away from ian james what he's built with heart of racing the establishment and the people that are there the coaching the fact that he's still helping drive the car roman won this championship with the team and that is super important too and it wasn't an easy year for them it was a terrible start to the season so overcoming the adversity getting the win at the salem six hours the glen and then canadian tire motorsport park getting the rest of the podiums that's what made the big difference uh jeremy we'll go through the other champions well, uh, sorry go ahead yeah. no, just the, the points there at the end then uh, 2898 for DeAngelis in second place moving up to second place ryan hardwick and jan halen on 2875 and then Stephen McAleer on to 2860. So, you know, all, all three of them covered by uh, 38 points, which you, with this new system of you know, 10 it's times what it used to be. That's under four points. It's nothing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And are the, the, the teams and the manufacturers there as well? Yeah, t teams uh, is the uh, harder racing team wins that as well. First time win for an Aston Martin in that category. And uh, BMW, BMW would have clinched the manufacturer championship. Okay, and in pro, uh, pro was uh, Faf. What it when they started effectively? Yeah, they yeah. were and, and Cam Jam were the two yeah. winners, and Porsche took the, the championship yeah. as well. So yeah, clean, really yeah, sweep there. What about LMP? But, but in, in second place, yeah. in that uh, drivers' championship was would be Ben, ben Barnicus. Right. LMP3 overall champions for the season. Then. Yep, that is uh, Jonathan Bennett and Colin Brown are on uh, 2002 to the 1948 of Gar Robinson. Uh, and uh, Garrett Grist and Ari Bailog will remain third, but only six points wow. behind Gar Robinson. And the team's championship going to team court. Team championship uh, goes to court as well. Uh, LMP2, that was a clean sweep for Tower, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, in the end. Yeah, um, winning this race as well. Yeah, absolutely right. So a perfect way uh, to end the season. They came in in the team's championship. They came into this race 21 behind PR1 Madison Motorsports, but the uh, number 52 car, but that was out early. So with the win, uh, then Tower Motorsport they swept both of those championships in the end. John Farano was already leading the driver points, um, and uh, so they swept up everything there. And John Farano winning this race twice in consecutive years. No, three times. Three times now. Yeah. yeah, three times in a row. Uh, as we've spoken about, but let's just reiterate, the race win and the championship going to Shank Racing uh, ahead of uh, their Acura uh, colleagues at uh, Wayne Taylor Racing, Cunningham and Nolta, and Acura had already pretty much uh, wrapped up the the championship uh, as far as the manufacturers were concerned. Uh, Michelin Endurance Challenge, uh, Jeremy, do we know that, or is that something uh, that no, isn't that quite um, easy to do? Yeah. yeah, let Jeremy just work that yeah. out a, quick, uh, a little bit. Do you know one thing that surprised me at, right at the end with that 
Wayne Taylor. It wasn't a very big knock, was it? No. But, but it bent that. No, but it was. I think it was, it was the, just the, the wrong passing angle. speed. Yeah. As well, because the prototypes are so much quicker at that point because yeah. of the downforce, and it was the side swipe that took it through. And it's that camber of the wheels, isn't it? It would have yeah. been right across the bottom of the wheel, and all it needs to do is hit at the wrong angle, as you rightly said. I, I, I do wonder if the the off for Phil Ellis was as a result of that as well and perhaps that uh, windward car was carrying a bit of a, an, an injury uh, as it was a little bit of controversy here what I say this was an incredible motor race we had guys in here that regularly win for Toyota in yep. the WEC yeah have you seen a WEC race like that oh, it's going to change of course but I mean this season compare the two championships there's no comparison uh, let's have a quick final word from our two pit reporters who are still down there. Oh, Jeremy's got the points first. Well, yeah, well, in, in uh, DPI... This is in the Mission and Endurance Cup. In the Mission and Endurance Cup with that uh, uh, port, well, DNF at the end. Um, Maya Shank racing with Kobayaka Jane in number 60 car will have 39 points. The uh, Konica and Minolta team will have uh, 39 points. Oh. But uh, with the two wins at Sebring and Petit Le Mans, I'm presuming Rolex. the Tybeck. You're Rolex. Yeah, yeah sorry, uh, yeah. beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, Daytona and, and here, yeah. uh, those two wins uh, wow. should clinch the temperature again, so clean sweep then for wow. the number 60 team. And they would be they were behind until that final lot of points was award, were awarded there. Yeah. In LMP2, the championship claimed by uh, by Ben Keating, Michael Jensen, yeah. and even though they finished up in the uh, wall, yeah, yeah, saw so a little bit of redemption for them. LMP3 uh, will be the Riley Motorsports car number 74. Okay. In GTD Pro. Ah, well, yes. That, with the, with that problem for for Risi competition, let me work on that one. Quick word, final word, and we'll let the guys disappear from the pit lane and take the packs back to BSI. Uh, our fantastic uh, technical supplier for our gear. Shay, uh, uh, I'll come to you in a moment. Nick Damon, we know you love this race. What will you take home from this one? You always have a special memory from your Matul Patilamon trips. Uh, well, I think this one was the uh, the drama of the Cadillacs going off. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, you sit there going, I was sitting there going, ooh, an hour and a quarter to fill, this could be difficult, because it's looking like, oh, hello, no, we're fine. That's fine. We'll get to the end, no problems whatsoever now. Shay, Adam, what's uh, we talked about the season as well for you, the uh, the season and this race. What are you going to remember when uh, when we start it all up again uh, in uh, in January next year? The variety. We yeah, had a lot of different people, not only on the podiums, but winning races. And it was a lot of people getting their first ever podiums. Think about today, their first ever wins. It's really nice when we get a lot of new people into the series. I can't wait for next year because I know we're getting a lot of other new people. But look at GTD today. Two genuine bronze drivers, first and second. I love it. Yeah, love it too. Thanks, guys, for all your hard work. We'll let you get back to, to BSI uh, and let uh, them pack up for the night as well. Andrew, it's been a delight having you here again uh, at uh, our IMSA radio broadcast. You've bookended the season just like Maya Shank <laughs> Racing as well. Yeah, I did. And uh, just so wonderful to be down there in the pits and amongst everyone. And there's nothing like it, you know. Is this the friendliest paddock you've ever worked in? I mean, oh. I've worked in a lot of paddocks around the world, but at this level, 
it's it's the kind oh. of it's almost like a club race feel when you talk to people but at, at such a professional level in terms of the racing Absolutely, at this level for sure. I mean, you know, I love the Creventic series. Yeah, and, absolutely. But that's a bit like, that's a bit more club rating. Yeah. But at this very high level with manufacturers, everybody's so friendly and helpful. And you know, where we work, we're not mainly over the wall. We're behind the wall. It's very tight in there with all, all the uh, various... Uh, fuel and tyres coming through, but everybody's helping or tapping you on the shoulder, move over, but, and, and, and nobody sort of pushes you out of the way, I think. You know, it's terrific, and, and particularly, I've enjoyed today more than I've enjoyed a motor race for a long time. And, and to be honest as well, if you had needed water or anything like that, you could have always uh, oh. always called him in, in the pits down there, and the PR well, people are always helpful, trying well, to find you. Give yeah, you well, and the team members, I said to someone, oh, can I, I'm stealing a banana. You're not stealing it, we like you to have it. Okay, yeah, it's exactly like that. Andrew, thank you very much, safe home to you. Jeremy, some uh, final points from Michelin Endurance Challenge for you before your final thoughts. Yeah, GGD Pro... Uh, Good news for Rusi Kopitizioni ah. uh, because uh, <laughs> they have some sort of consolation here. Pretty good consolation, quite frankly. They will win the team's championship oh. uh, in uh, the Michelin Endurance Cup. And also, I think, uh, well, Porsche will claim the GTLM Manufacturers oh. Championship. The GTD uh, Pro, I, yeah. GTD Pro, yeah. I believe. Uh, and in GTD regular, we've already talked about the fact that uh, Inception Racing has clinched that and ditto the manufacturer's championship for, for McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they wow. came in with a three-point edge over Ferrari, so uh, and uh, that should be good enough to uh, sweep so that up. Just what Eve was saying, the variety, yeah, in, even in the manufacturers. And I think you said that gradient winning in GTD, was that the seventh different manufacturer yeah. that's won in GTD yeah, this so. season? Yeah, this uh, season. That's extraordinary. Yeah. It really is. I, I uh, and, and in the Michelin Endurance Cup, uh, the first round was won by Porsche. The second round was won by Ferrari. The third race was won by Aston Martin. The fourth one by Acura. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I can't say enough about Gradian. Obviously, we know Declan very well. I know Till very well and Anders Levens as well. We, we've worked with for a very long time in various iterations of, of uh, CJ Wilson Motorsport, etc., etc., uh, and I'm so pleased for them to get that victory uh, here. Thank you to everybody, all of our technical staff, and particularly to our uh, staff who've been with us all the way through the season, uh, Cher and Jeremy and everyone who has joined in at various stages. Uh, the responsible adult has to take a bow as well because without her hard work working with IMSA and with all of our technical partners and our commercial partners, we simply couldn't do what we do. As I look back on the season that's just gone, uh, I'll reflect, particularly on this race, of how the last 25 years has gone since I first came to right on this spot when I was asked by Don Panos to come to that little Le Mans that he was putting together. A race that might have been just a singleton affair. It grew into the American Le Mans series in 1999. And 25 years later, IMSA is on the verge of another change. His GTP comes in next year and we'll be here to cover it. That's a promise. 112 days away. We'll see you at the Raw at Daytona. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.